0: Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show here on CFAX 1070. I'm Tony Joe. I'm your host here every week, and we bring you tips, education, and updates on all things about your home. If you are uh, looking at buying or selling in the real estate market, or if you have no plan to sell or buy at all, but want to think about uh, improvements around your home or decorating ideas or... Uh, things to uh, further improve your castle, your home, this is a great place for you to be. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners. Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, JP Sellers, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole home show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. I'm happy to be your host here every week. I've been doing so for four years now and over 200 episodes. I love talking about real estate and answering every question that you guys have. Uh, And of course, I've been a practicing realtor here in Greater Victoria for 30 years, over 30 years. I've helped hundreds of people with their first-time purchases or sales or investment properties and a number of other things. I'd be happy to help you as well, too, if you are looking for some real estate uh, direction or advice. Uh, second opinion, or anything, just reach out to me, uh, myself, and the rest of our whole home show team members. You can find our contact information by visiting cfax1070.com, look under shows, all, uh, you'll find us, the whole home show, with me, Tony Joe, and all of our contact information is there, or just go online, the power of the internet, Google Tony Joe real estate, or the whole home show, CFAX, you'll find our contact information. Tis, the spooky season. Here we are, nearing Halloween. Things start getting fun, of course. You see the pumpkins down in Oak Bay Avenue. People are decorating their houses. My neighbor has a fantastic Halloween display. Uh, it is just amazing. Of course, you know, it's a it's a fun time for families and kids alike, but it also brings forward the thoughts about some spooky stuff. And because this is, after all, a home show, a real estate uh, program. We like having guests that talk about supernatural activities. And we have coming back to our program after a three-year hiatus, our friends from Cornerstone Supernatural. Our guests today are Paul Bush and Janine McCaw. They are both directors of the organization and investigators. We're going to be hearing all about Uh, The supernatural and the paranormal things that are going on. These guys are from Vancouver, by the way. They service uh, the entire province of BC. But talking about some places in Victoria and some of the fun stuff that happens here. Uh, Is it spooky? Is it scary? Uh, it, it is isn't all when you listen, uh, I think we're going to find that there are some logical explanations to some of the paranor- uh, pa- uh, paranormal activities that you may be encountering. So can't wait to chat with them. We'll have them uh, here in just a moment. Now, of course, we always like chatting or talking uh, at the start here. And if you have something that you'd like us to cover on our program, just reach out to me, Tony at primeteam.ca or again, Google, Tony Joe Real Estate, Tony Joe uh, Remax, CFAX, uh, whatever. I love hearing from our listeners here. Uh, And we will have your question answered on our program here. And now, because we're talking about paranormal activity, one thing that I do want to cover with you today uh, is the notion of does a seller or do the realtors need to disclose if a house is haunted. And I want to have a quick conversation with you about this because there is a distinction. There is a difference between a defect in a home. And that's what we call a material latent defect. A material latent defect by law. It's both the real estate rules and the uh, common law. It is required that a seller, so that might be you if you're selling, a seller discloses any material latent defect to parties who are interested in the property. What is a material latent defect? That is a defect that could render the real estate dangerous or potentially dangerous to occupants or unfit for habitation and things that are difficult, if not impossible, to be discovered by a standard inspection. Now, you know, we got building inspections that happen whenever people are buying homes. They hire an inspector like our show sponsor, Pierre Beauvais at Silhouette Inspections. Uh, he is not Superman. He does not, well, he's great, but he's not Superman. He doesn't have x-ray vision. He's not able to look into walls. He can only see things that are visually uh, uh, possible to see. And of course, in the case of a material latent defect, this could be a great example is a grow-op, something that was previously used as a grow-op, illegally done. We hear many cases of this in the Lower Mainland. Uh, And a number of things have happened, you know, where they pirated uh, hydro or power from neighboring properties. Uh, They created an environment inside the house where they could uh, grow illegal cannabis. Uh, And what that typically does is it introduces a lot of moisture into the house. And consequently, there are issues with mold, with mildew, with um, uh, air quality matters, Now, when some of these maybe unsavory people went and sold the properties, they prepared it and they removed every evidence of this grow operation, except for the fact that the mold remains within the walls. And there's no way you would be able to tell this unless you pulled the walls off, the drywall off, and did um, uh, really, really invasive inspection on the property. So that is a material latent defect. If a owner is aware that there is a defect of the house that could have economic impact on it, negative economic impact, they must report by the law. Now, circling back to what we're talking about, we we're chatting today about haunted properties. Does a seller need to disclose a haunted property? Is that a material latent defect? And the answer is no. That's what uh, the British Columbia um, uh, Financial Services Authority are basically governing body of real estate. That's what they call a stigma. And what is a stigma? Does it need to be disclosed? I am right now looking at the bcfsa.ca public resources webpage. And it says here, a stigma occurs when a consumer expresses a concern about a property For reasons that do not affect the structure or land. Most stigmas are related to a person's beliefs, values, and perceptions, ethnic background, religion, gender, age, and other individual concerns. Examples of stigmas include specific numbers in the property address that could bring good or bad luck. We've heard of that one before. A criminal living in the neighborhood, a death on the property, or a haunted property, which is what we are talking about right now, it says here. While the list is not exhaustive, sellers and landlords are not obligated to disclose the existence of a stigma unless they are specifically asked about it. For instance, if a buyer asks about any known deaths in the home, a seller uh, refuses to answer the question. A seller may refuse to answer the question or can answer truthfully with a yes know or I don't know. Uh, if a buyer or tenant receives false or misleading information, they may have legal recourse, right? So uh, again, what we're saying here is the material latent defect that does have an economic impact on the property needs to be disclosed uh, by common law and by our rules, the real estate uh, regulator rules. But a stigma, as mentioned here, like a haunted property does not need to be disclosed on last ask specifically for it. That's the reason why on these forms we've got this uh, property disclosure statement that gets filled out with every listing. That's a requirement of the real estate board. There's a question there about material latent defect, but there is not a question about stigma, as you may mention, as you may notice if you've gone through this. So that's the difference between a stigma and a material latent defect. And of course, we're talking about haunted homes today, haunted properties, and a haunted property. Is a stigma. Um, We need to take our uh, first break of the day here. Before I forget, though, if you're a podcast listener, go visit us on iTunes or Google Play. Look for the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. All 200 of our episodes the last four years are on the program, including the last time I spoke with our guest today, which was a few years ago. Uh, When we come back, we're going to be having a conversation with Cornerstone Supernatural. Uh, and our guests, Paul and Janine, will be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show. This is always a fun time of year. You know, we got different seasons and different things that happen. Christmas is coming up. We just finished Thanksgiving. Uh, Easter is going to be after the new year. Uh, all of these fun things. But there is no more fun time then the halloween season and of course you know we are a real estate show we talk about houses we talk about properties and of course at this time of year things start getting a little spooky and that's why we got to have with us here our guest today from cornerstone supernatural we have paul bush and janine mccaw uh welcome guys
1: hey Hey, Tony, how you doing?
0: doing doing great and you know what it's been three years we had you guys on the program three years ago um and it's great to have you back
1: hey time flies hey
0: it does it it does it does and and i have to thank you guys because you reached out to us uh a few weeks back um and you know you're going to tell us about some things that you've been uh, uh that you've been encountering here in greater victoria but let's start by talking about what is cornerstone supernatural so tell our listeners what it is that you guys do
2: well we're paranormal investigators but I think like Janine calls herself she's a
1: paranormal philosopher.
0: Ah. <laughs>
1: I don't like the, the term ghost hunter because we do a little bit more than that. We kind of like to look at everything from from ghosts to UFOs to Bigfoot to anything that is paranormal meaning not normal.
2: And so we've been uh, we've been active in British Columbia for for a few years. We've got investigate paranormal investigators with us it's been with us from everywhere from just starting out just starting to you know see what see how they can t- go with their talents to people that have do- been with us and and doing it for over 35 years so it's a good mix of people since we last talked Tony we have opened up the interior of British Columbia as well so we've now got 30 investigators located throughout British Columbia so we got 15 in the lower mainland. We've got another 15 located in the interior, reaching from ooh, the way down South, right up to Prince George. So it's a good mix of, uh, of individuals. And uh, we wanted to do that. We had some interest. We had a lot of locations that wanted us to come out and do what we do, but we just, we were so busy with what was happening down here. We just didn't have the time to go. Yeah. And one of our major, um, paranormal investigators moved up to can loops and it was just a natural progression and there was people that were interested in coming out and doing what we do and uh so it began
0: for the what, year. so 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 tell tell us to, and tell tell our listeners here too um who is your client like who generally speaking who is making the call and saying hey guys uh come on out and visit
1: a lot of historical societies, and uh, it's it's great to be able to get a chance to go in and and see their facilities. And uh, what we try to do is we try to give back if uh, you know if we can. So we do fundraisers for historical societies as well, especially during these times when they don't have the attendance that they used to have prior to that lovely situation we're all in, right? So wow. um, a lot of historical places. Um, business places often that you know people their staff are saying hey there's some weird things going on and we can't explain them so come on in can you come come and take a look when everybody's gone and just see if the things that we think are happening are really happening so it's, it's kind of a wide variety of places yeah right?
2: it, it's it's a little bit of everything i mean everybody from somebody's home where they're feeling anxious or uh they're hearing things that they can't quite explain or or seeing things that they you know i i don't i don't know what that shadow is in the corner um, and restaurants and theatrical places. I mean, it's a, it's a mixed bag. And it doesn't necessarily have to be an old, old location. Um, it could be the building or the house that's sitting on the land. So the land might be old or have some history on it, and there might be a brand new building on, on, on top of it. And it's suddenly, oh, I'm getting some of these, uh, this activity here. I'd like to figure out what's, what's going on. Um, and it's a combination of things this combination from locations telling other locations of what we do do and and that um, and also just word of mouth it's uh, uh, a lot of that happens or just like you know me me reaching out to you and saying hey how's it going Tony haven't talked for a while what's happening Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's some new things that we need to to talk about and so that opens up a whole bunch of of doors, and uh, that makes it, it makes it for us. It makes it exciting as a as a hobby because we don't charge for anything we do. We never have. We never will. Um, and the other thing is is when we go to places, and and you know this because I asked you last weekend. In matter matter mm-hmm. of fact, is that we encourage that uh, the locations we go to, that whoever lets us into that place, that they come How along long? with us so they get to experience what it is to do what it's like to be on a paranormal investigation using the different types of equipment seeing how we do our questioning and and uh and that sort of stuff. but also if we're if they're there with us and they hear something or see something or something reacts then they have the ability to say that they've actually experienced that. It's not us coming to them after and and saying, thanks for letting us in. You've, You've gone away. Here's what we got. Because they don't know, you know, a lot of the cases they don't know us from hell beans. Yeah. So it's it's uh, it 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 gives some validity to what. Like how <laughs> so so right? I
0: want to I want to tell our listeners yeah, you did so uh, last week or a few yep. days before uh, last week you said hey want to want to join us uh, on, on Friday and you know it's I I guess like most people the, the bottom line is yes I I wanted to because I'm curious I've never been on one before right uh, I couldn't because I, I had another commitment but. But the other half of me, and I guess it's just human nature, is kind of like, ooh, that's that's a little that's a little spooky. I I don't know if I got that in me, you know, right? So we give me an exit
1: door. It's okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: Or a safe word safe or something. Yes. A yeah. okay. safe word. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I'm
1: scared. Okay.
0: And, and when
2: we talk to people, and 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 uh, you'll probably find that out in, in a lot of situations is there's one side of the coin that says, Oh, I've, I've got a story for you. This is, I've had something happen to me and, or my grandmother's told me the story or I believe, or I've had this experience. There's the other side that says, don't talk to me, go You're away. Nuts. You're nuts. You're nuts right? There's no middle ground. There really isn't any middle ground. Yeah. You can't be on one side. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. And then the other side, no, let's run away. You know? <laughs> so it's uh it's a little bit of both. Okay. And uh for sure, so, you should
0: come along. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So, and, and the other thing too is it brings me back to we connected because uh, whatever it was more than three years ago, Paul. You reached out to me. Um, you had found me because you were at the time uh, doing some research on a on a college, and you were wondering if if uh, I, I had any knowledge or what. I didn't. I did not. But you know um, that's why we invite you to the to to the program. Um, people have this impression, or they've been told, or they've read. That, for instance, Victoria is a place that has a sort of heightened level of um, uh, phenomenon, and um, you know, I mean, you're, you guys are telling us that you're also serving other marketplaces too, so or other areas. Um, tell us about tell us about that. Uh, about uh, you know, are we are we uh, extra spooky? Hundred percent.
1: Sure. Victoria certainly <laughs> has its, its share of historical characters that may or may not have been nice people. Uh-huh. You know? So, uh, especially down around Bastion Square, where you know history has shown that so there are a lot of things that went on in that area that you know during those times may have seemed normal, but they probably were not uh, legal, at, you know, by any standard or stretch of the imagination. And so that that area in particular, which I, I, I'm assuming is one of the oldest areas in Victoria, yeah, um, yeah. certainly has some stories to tell.
2: Yeah, interesting. Uh, and- and you can go to different places. I mean, you can go to uh, um, Garrick's Head Pub. I mean, there's lots of stuff that's out there that you can uh, read up about and research and talk about um, that uh, have had and welcome and, and embrace what they've had for activity within their location. I mean, yeah, it, so you're,
0: you're, you're talking like a restaurant or a business or, or whatever. Exactly. Yeah.
2: And, and uh, I mean, even residential homes and, and that. I mean, there's a lot of unique places around there and homes that have turned into museums of such. Yeah. Um, one of the locations, and we can talk about this, is uh, the location that we invited you to come out to with support Ellis House.
0: Well, well, listen, Point hold, House, hold, 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 sorry. hold that thought because we got to take a, a break here right now. We're going to yeah. uh, pick up conversation. We're chatting today uh, about... Uh, Supernatural Activities with Janine McCaw and Paul Bush. They're both from Cornerstone Supernatural because it is, after all, the season. But we need to take our break here. We'll be back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners. Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group. J.P. Sellas, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole home show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. Of course, you can find their contact information by visiting cfax1070.com. Look under shows and there you'll find us, the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. Uh, You can always just Google us as well. Google Tony Joe Real Estate, CFAX. uh, Or if you are a a podcast listener, you can find all of our episodes on iTunes and Google Play, all 220 some odd episodes from the last four years. We're having a conversation today, because this is the season after all, about supernatural activities that happen here in Greater Victoria and elsewhere in British Columbia as well. Our guests uh, are Paul Bush and Janine McCaw from Cornerstone Supernatural. Again, guys, thanks for joining us today. Oh,
1: thanks uh, for having us. And happy sure. Halloween, everybody.
0: Oh, yes, of course. Of course. Oh, and now you guys are in Vancouver. So yeah. you're, 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 not, you're not based here in Victoria. But you, again, you serve all the neighborhoods. You've been over. I want to go back to what we were talking about before the break, which was um, you guys did a, uh, what do you call it? An examination or a visit? An, or, investigation. an actual in- paranormal investigation. Yeah. All right. And so tell us about what happened last week.
2: Well, we had, uh, uh, and again, the, we had the opportunity, we had a couple or a few of our investigators that happened to be in the Victoria area for the October long weekend. And we, um, um, we've we had requests from a, a wide different variety of in places located right up and down vancouver island so we contacted a couple of them and said are you interested in a very short period of time if you're interested for us to come in and do a, you know do the investigation that we have talked about and uh absolutely in fact we did not one but two on the weekend which is a little bit of a stretch because generally when you do a paranormal investigation you come home from that or come away from that and you're drained
1: pretty exhausted um, yeah.
2: because i think that whatever's there energy ghosts spirits um they they feed off the energy that you bring to that, uh, to that. Uh, in this case, an investigation, um, and we just happen to be at, at uh, the Point Ellis House in in uh, close to the old school area of downtown uh, Victoria, um, and it has been known for having paranormal activity and having different things happen there. Um, and yes, they they had some very um, they're still going over some of the evidence because it does take some time. If you've got five recorders running for four hours and you've got 20 hours of listening or audio or video to go over. Um, so, but just from.
0: Yeah. Because, because spirits don't act on cue. Right. No, so no. you got, you got, yes. All right. No, no. So- and most
1: of the time you don't even, you don't even hear them at the time oh. um, because they're, they're they're in a different frequency than a lot of people's normal hearing is right so we'll wait till we get back and we're listening to our recorders on playback and then you will pick up something that you didn't hear at the time usually
2: yeah Mm -hmm. so it's it's gonna uh what i've got because one of our one of our uh investigators over there she's she's an up-and-coming uh uh, medium psychic within our group and uh she started out again just testing the waters and because she felt she had some abilities and with the years that she's been with us it's continued to grow and grow and grow so when she was over there it was an actual um welcoming um investigation that that she conducted and and uh phoenix who is another of our extremely talented he's an audio engineer and so he's got all the toys and the bells and the whistles to bring into an investigation to see if there's different, again, frequencies or different things that he can pick up or bring back to his equipment and work on it and, and see what, uh, what can transpire. That was an extremely interesting uh, investigation. There was feelings of a child, feelings of a, a young woman in, in there, and uh, some confusion, which is which is kind of unique because you never know what you're going to get into. We've never run into Tony. I, and again, I, I, there's a lot of television out there on paranormal. Okay. Um, there's, don't get me wrong. They want to sell that particular program. So they take the best of, uh, and try to enhance it so that it becomes more of an audience, uh, uh, magnet more, yeah, more entertaining yeah sure, sure. so i mean it's it's we've we have yet to come across something where the devil's coming out of the wall and no each. okay huh? <laughs> um it, it, it's usually a, a, it's a sometimes it's a, a the darkness can be uh confusion yeah. like what where am i what am i doing here how come i'm i'm in this because for me i believe there's more than this so and a lot of people do believe in something more than um and but we have this at the same time we have people in our group that don't Mm -hmm. so it's kind of interesting to have that
0: the mix yeah yeah because you can feed off of each other well and and, and this is what i was going to ask you so when you guys get asked to do an investigation what really is the uh uh, the outcome aside from identifying this like are 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 people hoping uh, you know it's it's I, i'm guessing it's not like a, a a pest control thing where you know if people are trying to get rid of this is it just more knowledge or what is it that, that people generally, are hoping to achieve
1: generally speaking the, the most of the people are are quite content with with what's going on in their surroundings once they um come to the terms with the fact that they're not hearing things that they're not crazy right that somebody else is hearing it as well or somebody else is seeing what they've seen um in most situations there's no harmful activity going on it's more of a case of i don't know why these taps turn on at work all by themselves is, is it a plumbing problem could be mm-hmm. is something going on that you know why is it only going on when when you know it's after work and nobody else is around so we go in and we try to figure those things out so um in most cases again um, they're quite happy with well, no i don't mind I don't, I don't mind this person or whoever i think this person is being around as long as, you know, they're not causing us any
0: harm. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that because I, I have a friend, you know, a good friend, um, they own a business and they have an old character house in Victoria and when they bought it, she says to me, she goes, oh yeah, we got a ghost. Yeah. And and it, it, she's completely, you know, it, it's like a roommate, right? Yeah, you know, these things, whatever, that's just part of the, the fun of it. And, and yet on the other hand, I know that for a lot of people, this, this, this is too much, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's in some cases like they like we have people on our team, and it's not what we do in general, but we have people on our team that if they feel that um, if if somebody feels like look, I got a whatever's here, I need help in pass in getting them to cross over or pass or leave leave um,
1: get out of here. and
2: uh, yeah they'll. They can do that and we can recommend them and, and do that but as a group as a team and as whole that's not generally what we do okay. um it uh and it, it's it's trying to come into a into a location regardless of whatever whatever it is and help that individual or figure out maybe there's more evidence or more to just the tappings on the wall and could it be something else Give me an example. We were at, we had a uh, investigation at a high high end restaurant, and the one of the staff members was always complaining that somebody's watching. There's always something here, and he happened to be around a, a bar area on the lower floor of this two story restaurant. He was always complaining about that. So we went in. We did our thing bright and early in the morning because this restaurant was open early, closed late. And um, besides the raccoons chasing the squirrels outside, but, um, but inside, uh, we checked his area of work. And yeah, nice and clean, all the bottles and everything else and serving area was, was cool. But there's a wall and behind this wall was a compressor unit that, you know, the owner knew about, but those staff members. So if you think about it, um, a compressor gives out a lot of EMF and and so we feel that that individual was sensitive to that type of
1: electromagnetic field yeah Yeah.
2: so it's just like going into the basement of a house okay you get that feeling you got that feeling (laughs) the hairs go up and you know you think that somebody's in the laundry right and first thing we say take a look above you What's in, in your? If it's an open house and you know they got the beams there, take a look above you. What's running there? And it's usually electrical wiring running back to the to the electrical box, mm-hmm. or like I said in the in the laundry room, you've got a lot of high high uh, voltage going into the dryer, as an example. Yeah. So that again, same thing gives out a lot of EMF. That individual, it might not be a haunted house. But that person is very sensitive to an EMF. Amazing. Getting...
0: Amazing. Yeah. Well, listen, we need to take our last break of the day here, guys. We're having a conversation today uh, with our friends from Cornerstone Supernatural, Paul Bush and Janine McCall. By the way, if you guys are interested, make sure you visit Cornerstonesupernatural.com. Need to take our last break. We'll be back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to the Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're talking today with our friends from Cornerstone Supernatural, uh, director and investigator Paul Bush, and also director investigator uh, Janine uh, McCaw. Thanks again, guys, for for joining us.
2: Not a problem. Always fine, a love always it here. Fine. Absolutely
0: amazing, amazing. Well, um, just before the break, we we're talking about the fact that um, you guys uh, identified what is not necessarily. A supernatural experience but you know this waiter you're talking about maybe just had a um, heightened connection to the um uh, uh electromagnetic, feels, electromagnetic yeah. Field. Yeah. field yeah yeah so it just go ahead sorry so so I, I i guess that's also what you're helping people find right yeah
2: if here's another thing i mean if you're you know surrounded by a bunch of computer systems okay
1: yeah.
2: um you go by it, and you're, you're right away. You get the feelings on your arms, or you know, you're typing away and working on this, and you're always feeling that something is watching you, or anything like that. The computer itself, or certain computers, will give off a lot of of this field, right? Or your phone, certain phones will will give off a lot of EMF. And uh,
1: Wi Fi, Wi Fi,
2: hundred percent, yeah. Don't sit too close. Um, even things like a microwave, if you go by a microwave it gives and we've got different types of equipment that we go by when we first get into a, an investigation. We go through uh, and search out the house or the location to see where are some of the what we call hotspots or where are some of the things that our equipment will pick up a high degree of electromagnetic field, because that is one of the keys to people feeling weird. In their own homes yeah um and so we'll go around check it and say you know this is one location this is another location and then talk with the people that are there and say is this an area where you you know you feel some of these things that are happening or where you you think that there's a a, a ghost because it can create other things in individuals that they can be nauseous they can mm-hmm. be ex- you know extremely disorientated with uh, this field believe it or not it just it gives off a lot like if you, if you live under hydro you know lines or yeah. or anything that's high in electromagnetic magnetic or electro voltage yeah that'll do
0: amazing amazing yeah and that, and that makes a lot of sense right because uh, because i i know because one of my uh, my job is to go through people's houses and every once in a while i get that feeling it's like ooh, you know what is that Right, um, but but that that makes a lot of sense. Now that being said, that's a, that is a uh, sort of quantitative and logical explanation to this. There are some things in which there are not explanations, and and on your website, one hundred percent, there are. You've got you guys have some paranormal evidence uh and, oh my goodness this listen ladies and gentlemen you've got to go visit cornerstonesupernatural.com there's a picture on here you've got a photo where there is in the mirror and an, uh, somebody who is not part of the team right uh, yeah. um yeah. you you also have an audio clip which i was very interested in and it's um it evp an electronic uh voice phenomenon right? Mm-hmm. right so so tell us about that uh which one was that a- one? anyone so when you find okay. yeah <laughs> call, call the one that i you... get a
1: bunch of them yeah so it, okay. that uh, that is my favorite way to investigate and, and for other people it's it's one of the easiest and least cost um Cost-effective yep. methods to do right. it is to grab a digital audio recorder and just start asking some questions because sometimes you'll be really surprised when you play it back that there may be an answer there you're not expecting. We'd gone into this one historical site in BC, <laughs> and we took our, our equipment in it. Everything was going off. The K two meters were going off. The <laughs> red pod was going off. It was really noisy, like really noisy. And we, you know, checked the 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 wires and everything, and there wasn't any. Uh, any voltage coming from that so that wasn't what was setting off the meters um but I'm like okay it's it's gotta be a kid because they're messing with us right they're just they're turning all it's like their best toy it's going on and off and playing around and <laughs> whatever and so at one point I said uh, you know something like come over like see that red light if you go if you go next to it it's not going to hurt you and we don't hear anything at the time but later on there's a Yeah, afterwards. So it was that was like (laughs) thrilling to hear afterwards that there was another voice that said something that we didn't hear at the time. Right. Yeah. It's even like when we use the SLS camera which is the structured light center you guys will know it like the skeleton machine you see on 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 go shows is that it's one thing if you're using it in a room because it will try to make anything out to be a skeleton like a, a coat rack a lamp it will be a skeleton that's but if true. you're in an empty room and it pops up you know that's one thing but if you can get it to interact with you that's totally a different thing, and that's where we go. I don't know because we don't know. We're not, you know, we don't have the answers by any means. But it's, it's like, okay, hold my hand, and it comes out, and that stick figure touches your hand, and it's like, whoa, you know, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Don't know so, what it is, but no. obviously something's there if it's reacting to what you're asking it to do.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> and well, you know, you guys clearly are not spooked. I mean, this is what you guys do. This is what you enjoy doing. Um. Uh, 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 how can you be so uh uh stoic about this kind of stuff like again others would be like just freaked out right i think i think because uh, tony is is that during the time that
2: we're there regardless of whatever is going on is we're so concentrating on everything like if you're uh and and people ask well does it have to be in the done in the dark or anything like that no i mean the one janine was talking about with kid um that was done like at three o'clock in the afternoon. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be during night when it's dark. However, a lot of our equipment works a lot better when it's dusk, dark or, or anything yeah. like that. So that's why lights are off and, and, and your uh, senses
1: are off. Yeah, too, right?
2: your, your hearing's more yeah. intense, your your eyesight's trying to pick up movements and things like that. So if we, if we can, um, um, you know, do it that way, it makes it so much more interesting for uh because we're so concentrating on everything that's happening you don't have time to be like oh i got the bejesus scared out of me i gotta run Mm -hmm. um and it's never because i don't think i yeah usually um i don't (laughs) think it's well we have one individual on our team for sure if something's gonna happen if anything's gonna happen (laughs) if someone's gonna be poked touched scratched it's, it's him. that
0: person,
1: yeah. 100. Okay. So
2: he's got the gift.
0: He's got the he's gift. A he's the magnet. He's magnet.
2: Oh yeah. my! And it goodness. doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be spirit-wise like a person. Yeah. Um, I call Janine the the dog whisperer because for sure, if we got into a place and there's there's been rumors or things heard about a, a dog, Janine will catch it on our on our on our digital recorders.
0: Oh, so we're talking uh, pet pet spirits as well, huh? Yeah. Yeah.
2: We've run across that or if, if you're in a location and it's, and they have a relied animal and it won't go into one particular room, we'll bring that animal with us and stay outside the room and just watch the animal because the animal will ba- basically try to focus on something or have its ears perked up watching and seeing what's there. Mm-hmm.
0: That uh, I have so, heard of before. I have heard also and- of, of pets that avoid certain rooms. Yes, children are another hundred
2: percent. They'll, they'll, they, are. I think more in tune with what we are doing and um, what's they, what we can't see um, than anything, for sure. Yeah.
0: Well, I I do know of a case of um, a little girl who identified a lovely uh, elderly lady in their house and was talking that to her for like uh, on many occasions, and of course the parents never the parents never witnessed any of that. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 I guess I, I, I hear you here. You know that heightened sense of awareness, right? And the yeah. child doesn't
1: know there's anything wrong with it, right? They, no. have, they haven't been told to be afraid or. I, I've, I've, a close friend of mine not.
0: called me
2: the other day and said, "Geez, I've got. I think I've got something in," because he knows what I do, and he said, "I think I've got something here." And I said, "Well, why do you say that?" And he says, "Well, my my son, who's only I don't know five six years old, he has an ongoing conversation with his grandfather." And uh, you know, so a kid that young, I don't think, like Janine says, doesn't have that ability to discern what's real and what's not real. Mm-hmm. And to, to him, it's it's it, they're having that conversation. Yeah. So it makes it um,
1: you know, and it could be a fantasy friend. We've all yeah. had those. But sometimes, you know, sometimes a child comes up with information that about an individual, like a grandmother or a grandfather. How did you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then then yeah. you kind of go, okay. Okay, what's going on there, right? But so
2: again, it, it, we've never run across anything that's really bad. Right. Um, you know, we've even run across um, uh, spirits energy that are—they um, like to play with us. They like to slam doors. They like mm-hmm. to when we're not there. They want to get our attention. Um, you know, so it's it's kind of uh, uh, funny that way. So uh, we were at a theater. Same thing. Uh, there was three three. Ghosts in this particular location one we think that she's passed but she loved the theater so much that this was what was important to her so that's we have another one where we're at a, at a bar same thing bar like drinking scotch so <laughs> that's where why you know if you pass what was your favorite activity you like doing this maybe when, when maybe when you pass Tony it's you're going to be the 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 ghost uh of the, the, radio,
0: ghost
1: station. Of the radio station
0: <laughs> I mean, <it's> cfax oh my that's amazing amazing well um i want to make sure our, our listeners know in order to find you guys just go to cornerstonesupernatural.com right cornerstone Correct. supernatural yeah. and again I, I want to i want to tell you um our listeners here there are there's things there's uh, on the paranormal uh, evidence page. Um, You guys uh, have a a whole bunch of stuff there that, uh, uh, you know, uh, should be checked out. And again, some people love this. Some people are just spooked. Sometimes it's a cultural thing, you know, I I know that uh, uh, we Asians typically are pretty spooked about uh, this kind of stuff. But, you know, uh, I have mentioned on the program before, I've also had people that say, I love haunted houses, I would happily own one. So who knows, right?
2: yeah they can uh, i mean your your uh, listeners can also find us on our on our facebook page cornerstone supernatural um we've got over 2500 members worldwide um it's a safe place which yeah. is another really important thing for us to tell stories and share evidence and and ask questions um because i think people need uh, to about the paranormal i think it's healthy
0: yeah well very good well hey listen guys i i again i can't believe it's been three years let's make sure we do this uh, this time next year as well. Yep. Oh, so for sure! Kind of, for yeah, sure. for sure. We'd love to love having you guys. And again, it's Paul Bush and Janine McCaw, both uh, directors and investigators at Cornerstone Supernatural. And uh, what I am taking away from you guys today, and our listeners are as well too, is it's not necessarily a supernatural experience. Sometimes it is uh, uh, explainable through regular day to day, you know, electronic or electric yeah. yep. uh, activity, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. There we go. Thanks for joining us, guys. Cheers. Tony, anytime.
1: Yeah, and to our, the rest of our listeners, we'll be here for you this time next week.